the particle signs. Welcome back to the best no judgment zone in the world because neither one of us will have any law degrees. I'm marvelous. And I'm not your average Joseph. We are the particle sons. Let's start this show. How are you today, man? I'm good, bro. It's uh it's been a an easy week for me. I didn't work too hard and you know, did a lot of kick back and relaxing. Um but um but yeah. I had swine flu. You had swine flu? Yeah, my shit kicked in and stuff, whatever, on the Monday, on the Labor Day. Oh, shit, that ain't cool. On the Labor Day and stuff, whatever, I think, like, um, I was just chilling out with a little man. Yeah. And then, in the evening time, everything kind of whooped my ass. So, I'm fighting the, the the valiant fight, but, I mean, it is what it is, man. Such is life. Say la vivi. Yeah, you know what? And and you, you're you going to kick back. You're going to get back better soon. Nothing can hold you down, man. You're Marv, man. Yeah, yeah this is true, man. This is true. Like, you are Marv, man. Hey, yeah. listen. Big shout out, before I forget, big shout out to Bianca. You know what I mean? Winning the US Open after she won the Rogers Cup, man. So I guess there's no controversy to be had. What I said, you know, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna take it back, Bianca. You held it down, and mm-hmm. uh, listen. I told Scott from work that I was gonna give him a shout out because he still thinks the can of destiny's in this in, in play here. Oh, because the Canadian beat the right, American. Right, gotcha, right, right. Gotcha. He still thinks the can of destiny is in play here, and I, I had to think about it for a second, and I was like, Scott, you might be right, man. So shout out to Scott for reminding me about the the can of destiny. Shout out to Shane too. Don't want to leave y'all. You my, my my cohorts at work. We we hold it down, and and that that that's it, man. So what you saying, Ma? What, what, what we got this week? Uh we got a we got a few things on the on the docket and stuff. Whatever. We got a lot of bullshit. We got some real shit. We got some fun shit. All right. So I mean, we can get to it and stuff. Whatever. Um, let's get to let's get to the dark before we get to the good because I like to get my veggies before my desserts. So, fourteen <clears throat> year old young man he confessed to killing his family in Alabama. Yeah. And it was sad. He three of them died on the spot. Two of them got airlifted and stuff to the hospital. And unfortunately, those other two didn't make it. And they all, all five of them passed, and he's he confessed, and he's cooperating about confess where he put the nine millimeter stuff where he used to shoot all of them. Right. Now we spoke about a few weeks back, whatever pertained to the Canadian young man. Yes, yes, yes. When I, when I heard the story, it instantly brought me weeks back to the Canadian yeah. young man who who did the same thing to his parents. Right, but remember he was like twenty. Yeah, he's yeah twenties. And this one and stuff, whatever. He's fourteen. Yeah. So it had me thinking and stuff. And I'm like, yo, my question and stuff. And it was like, do you still believe children are our future? Like the girl Whitney said. Uh, I I want to believe that our children are our future. Mm-hmm. But um, they're facing a lot of pressures than, than, than we've we've previously faced. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, they, you know, they're tending with social media. They're, they're tending with the fact that you know, robots is now taking over the the workplace. They're they're contending with a lot of things, man, and you know, anxiety, uh, depression. That stuff is on the rise. But it, it ain't all that fully bad for them and stuff for them. Because I want to say it's not all that fully bad. But th- these are things that they think of, right? Because like, all right, who's that one? Just, oh, I'm thinking some ratchet ass kids. Was it Suki? I think Suki Hana and the girl's name Alicia Goku. Okay. I want some Henny and some Plan B. 
Give me some handy and some plan B. You remember? Those are some young chicks. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. If you claiming you just want Henny and Plan B, and they got they had a full song on that bitch too. That the whole song was a ratchet type of song to begin with. Right. That they they doing with some Cardi B like drugging the dude when he go to sleep, going his pockets, taking him all for his money and everything like that. Yeah. Do these kids really have it all that all that bad though? If they thinking like that, they do. <laughs> Yo, they just got problems. I don't believe they're the future like that now. If like, they if they thinking like that, they they do, man, and. It's sad. I mean, it's sad that this is this is the music nowadays that's being pushed forward uh, for towards them? towards not only towards young people but by young people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like Henny and Plan B, like that. I ain't hear no condoms in that bitch. They need nah. a, they need an A's remix or something like that. The, the, you you're not hearing any of that shit, right? And like this is, and the sad thing about it is. It's the beat is is hypnotizing. It's it's what's keeping these. It, it kind of is. I'm not even gonna lie. To you. It, gonna let's lie be to you. honest. The beat is what's really the fire right now, right? And you you listening to the beat and yo, I'm gonna tell you right now. My track, yo, Anders, I love that kid. You understand? I, I like. Anderson I like. Park? No, I know this 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 Canadian kid named Anders. Okay. I like how he sings. I like his whole thing. But he's got a track out right now called Bad Habits. You understand? Okay. He's talking about he talking about drugs, loose women. Yo, I like this shit. The shit is the sh- the shit is fire. Bad habits, bad habits. Yo, the shit is fire, man. And you know what I mean? The way he's putting it down, the way he sings. I mean, it's catchy. It's like the weekend shit. But like, this is the yeah, just yeah. like the weekend shit, right? Yeah. And but this is what I'm saying. Like you, you've it's gone a step. Further before, I mean, when we were younger, we were we were into the, the the shit that may have seen racy, may have sounded racy, and we took it, yeah, with a grain of salt. We didn't take it as serious as I think these kids are now taking it today. No, they this is their new Bible, right? Like even the um, what was it? I went to a, a barbecue and stuff a few weeks back, and the one chick was pouring um. She had like a little bit of douce left in like a little bottle. Right. And she's like, oh, she wanted to taste the douce and stuff because she never tasted it and stuff. Because remember, they don't sell it here yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then the girl's like, here, you want to ride the boat? And I'm like, Meg the Stallion? So then she's like, yeah. And then she, the girl threw her head back and opened her mouth up. I'm like, back in my day, we could just call that water fountain. We water. Yeah. That's, that was the water fountain. Yeah. And I was riding the boat, was whatever, riding right? The boat. So I was like, I was like, Oh y'all live this shit like it's the Bible now, or whatever. Like any lyric you hear, this but is then what again, I'm saying. I was like, it's when like, I was younger, I used to take it like that too. Yeah, yeah, right. Because I mean, like, like I said, it's the same thing and stuff. Whatever. Like if I hear like you know, Thug Passion and stuff, whatever, some hypnotic or some hypnotic energy, some Hulk and everything. Right. I was looking forward to that and stuff. Whatever as a young and whatever. Now I'm like, yo, keep the allization away from me. <laughs> See me, my handy, my handy straight. You know, yeah, that don't mix nothing for me. Man. Yeah, don't mix nothing for me. I don't know, man. That's what um, I'm I, I still believe, I still believe they're the future. But and here's why. As much as we don't see it, mm-hmm. I I tend to think that there's there's an actual balance that's happening. I think there's there's a lot of kids who are who are looking towards the future and are doing positive stuff. It's only that we're seeing a lot of the negative stuff being right, portrayed. Right, because the, the positive stuff, we don't champion We never, much. we know, we never champion the positive stuff. No, we stuff. champion the bad shit, exactly, the shit. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, 
I was actually speaking to a, a friend of mine, uh, peace out to Shani, and she was telling me um, about her son and his aspirations to be a rapper. Uh, he was an actor. He was on the family channel and so, so forth like that. Mm. And like, he's got his goals. He's got his aspirations. He's got a lot of stuff. He's got a lot of, a lot of stuff, st- uh, you know, set before him. And there's quite a few kids out there that are like that. So, like I said, man, I, I still believe uh, they're the future. Uh, the only thing what has to happen now is the media, what they, they're in tune to, has to, has to change, I think, in, I order for them, in order for them to actually become the future. And quite frankly, I think this is why we're seeing the media how it is now, because... You know, they're trying to stifle that. I hope, man, because I'm, I'm having, I'm optimistic for my son and yeah. his group and stuff for around that time and everything like that. And by the time I get older, eh, well, let me say this. Most of the chicks that I went to high school who had badass attitudes, they're all nurses. <laughs> Most of them are nurses. Yo, well, that's so what I'm saying. They're they, they my future. So if, I, if I'm if i not too well or not doing too well, I'm going to run into somebody that, that's probably like my age and taking care of Listen, me anyway. Like I, I say it all the time. A lot of cats that I grew up with mm. who were who, who dropped out of school and were selling drugs yeah. and, you know, had a lot of had a lot of confrontation with the law. These cats is working nine to five jobs right now. They're law abiding citizens, growing and raising a family of their own. So, I mean, there, there comes a point where, if and you're these, conscious enough, you change your you change how your life is is progressing. Okay, so let me ask you this: These dudes that you know, whatever, right? Were they making guap? Like we're talking about, like at least like a few bands a week, to like doing like a nine to five type of thing now. They they were definitely making more than what they were doing what they're doing, doing now, now as far as nine to five is, con- is concerned. Yeah. But there was I mean let's face it with would that you look at them different or do people that you know will look at them different and stuff whatever because I always I always question that and stuff whatever right because I always look at the stuff as that if I'm to stop doing let me say if I'm gonna stop doing my my bad shit from like selling drugs yeah I got to be doing something and stuff whatever that's either put me on the same type of like cash level cash flow level yeah or at least better. You know what? I don't even fault them, man. And here's why. I got a I got a, a close friend, like a really close friend. Mm. I consider them family in in NY, right? Mm. And when I was there spending some time trying to get the music stuff popping, he was rolling heavy, like Heavy, heavy. You know what I mean? Heavy bands a week. Bands a week. Okay. You know what I mean? Supplying this, that. Yo, this, this, when I was there, this is the time I was smoking weed. Nigga got weed mailed in, you know, coming through the mail and it was a brick and broke me off a corner of the brick. Just for you to smoke. Just for me to smoke. You understand? Mm. If he breaking off a corner of the brick just for me to smoke, then, you know, he, he okay. You know what I mean? Like, People are using corner of the bricks to make their to living. Make, to make some, yeah. Right? So, the illest thing that he said to me, though, was like, when he came out the game mm. and decided to get a nine to five, it was like, his baby moms at the time was sick. Right? Okay. And he said to me, I got two kids. 
if I'm in this game and something happens to me, what happens to my two kids? And the baby moms are not doing well. And the baby moms is not doing well. They caught in the system. That's the realest thing he, he, he said, you know, he's ever said to me. And I had to think about it. I said, yo, sometimes there's things that's more important than the guap. Facts. You understand? And, Money isn't everything. And he, and he realized that. And like, yo, he pulled himself out the game to the point where Katz was like, yo, what you doing, man? We, we need you in the streets. And he was like, nah, man. Like, my kids need me more. My kids need me more. There's, there's other things to me that's more important. See, because he's riding a die for his kids. Yeah, he's riding a die for his kids. I was, <laughs> I'm riding a die for my kids, too. I mean, if, if somebody else kicked the bucket but, but not the one in the, with the, me, la- not in the, the meantime, one the you know what I mean? Name, this nigga is still trying to get me in trouble. I mean, right hey, we here, we here. I love you, wifey. Mm, look at that. We both love you. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean... Like I said, yeah, I mean, you you know that you know women who who've become nurses. So you probably never saw that in their future. I know hustlers no. that became nine to fivers who I probably would have never seen that in their future. But, right. You know what I mean? It's so there's there's still hope for these kids. There's hope for them to turn it around. I think it just it it takes that it takes that moment in life where you have to decide. That's true. Well, that, that is part of the growth and development thing we always preach about. Yeah, of about, course. Whatever, yeah. Right? So, 100%. I, mean, like, yeah. I mean, we may not see it now, but I guess I, it'll, it'll click, whatever, right? Because um, who's to come to mind and stuff, whatever, off the cusp? Um, the Centoya Brown chick. Right. She had her incident took place when she was 16. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, she's 31. She has a book out. And, you know, she, I'm, she's going to be an advocate along those lines and stuff of, like, women in prostitution, sex workers. Yeah. And all that type of stuff as well. So, yeah. like, it takes time and stuff. Whatever. It's just that I guess what the media is feeding me and other people, like, I'm not just saying other people. I'm adding myself in the mix. Of course. It looked kind of grim for them. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, like I said, it's... it's it's definitely like the the pictures that the the media is painting. I mean, we we agree. I mean, we'll, we'll watch the news to a certain extent. True. And then we'll shut it off because it it's something that will depress you. Yes. Yeah, just too, just you know what I mean. Just seeing all the problems. I mean, for every one good story, you got maybe fifty bad ones. That's right. <laughs> and That's it is what it is, right? So. Hmm. I'm 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 gonna play with me some Whitney Houston after this show. <laughs> Greatest love of all. Just to get back man. into that. Just to get back into that. All right, let's bring it back to Toronto, man. So you know they finally opened up a Chick Fil A here in Toronto. First one in Canada. Yes. Yes. And that bitch had a lot of problems before it even opened up. Yeah, it it, it had quite a few, quite a few. Um, first one is what Master Splinter with the rat. Mm. The rat that they seen and stuff, whatever inside the um, yeah, through the outside. Yeah, I think that bitch was a plant. Though, you think it was a plant? I think it was a plant. Real talk. That's just me because I'm looking at stuff. I'm like, that building and stuff, whatever, probably had no kind of pest kind of issue and stuff. And that's like downtown, downtown, whatever, right? What's up? So, I'm thinking to myself, the rat got in there before the food got in before there. the food got there, though. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, and the fact that they even like. Highlighted that, put on the news, social media, and everything like that. That was one thing, and then you know you got the the um, Alphabet Gang, like yeah, they, they they went at it and stuff, whatever. They went in. 
They went in. I mean, they but they've been you know they've been steady on the heels of Chick Fil A for for the longest time. Yeah, I mean, it it is what it is. So you can expect a more liberal city like Toronto for them to come out in numbers and 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 kind of what protest and kind of protest. Yeah, but I mean, my thing and stuff is that not everybody's gonna ride with what you do. Like right, period. That that's that's my thing and stuff for them. I think like. Certain privileged people, I feel like they just feel the need that they have to just make noise about everything that doesn't go their way. Yeah. And my thing is like, all right, I'm an anime dude, right? right? right. I got anime tatted on my body and everything and stuff like that, whatever. I don't expect everybody to be for anime. I'm not going to be outside somebody's house like, oh, you don't you don't watch Naruto, nigga? All right. I got these these poster boards and stuff, whatever, and say, ninja, please, ninja, please. I'm not about to do that. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to be for what I'm for stuff for her, and that's fine. Yeah, but, 100% that's but fine. And that's what I'm saying. There's so many other establishments that are, are for the LGBT, EFG, alphabet gang. But, I mean, you don't have to go after everybody, though. Like, I remember they did the same thing when it came to um the vodka. Was it Absolute Vodka? Mm. I think it was, was smearing off of Absolute Vodka, one of the Russian vodka companies and stuff years ago. Right. And because... They weren't rocking with them and stuff and everything like that. When it came to like Pride Month, yeah, they stopped selling all their things and stuff. And I'm like, that's cool, that's cool. But eventually, you guys might go somewhere, might ask for a screwdriver, and they're gonna use that same Russian that, vodka that same Russian in the screwdriver. Yeah, are okay. you gonna be bougie and stuff like that? Like some not there's not every battle that's worth fighting. That's what I'm saying. I I'll even take it a step further, saying that. There's not every battle that should be fought. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's so many other restaurants that the LGBT community can eat from or go to. Yeah. Right? So if they don't want to eat with them and stuff, whatever, then that's fine. If they don't make any businesses of because your people are not eating from them and stuff, whatever, then you've proven your point. You've won. But if other people are rocking with them and stuff, then yeah, you just don't go there. And then I seen... Yesterday, with the um, there's like a uh, Jesus Christ little march group, whatever they went down the parade right in front of the Chick fil A to let them know they they riding with the Chick fil A. I'm, I'm, I'm here wondering if they got some free chicken. I they, you think they, they got they free probably, chicken? They, they, I'm thinking they got some. I don't free think they probably have some free chicken, but no, Chick fil I know if you're the owners of Chick fil A stuff, you look at it stuff is like, thank you. At least we know we got a group that can rock with us and everything like that, whatever, yeah. right? But I'm like. People still going to want to go there and eat. I understand people are going beyond meat, food, and everything like that, but it's a new business, new establishment and stuff. When you're trying to shut it down before it begins, I'm like, listen, don't fight every battle. Go ahead. I'm pretty sure that there's somebody from their community that co-owns some shit. Either co-owns some shit or at least ate at Chick-fil-A. Facts. Facts. No, I'm pretty sure. Facts. Yeah, it is what it is. Facts. What do you mean, hey? It's like, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of white supremacists that go to Jamaica to vacation. Mm. And eat Jamaican food and come back to where they're living and look at the West Indian restaurants. It's to act like nothing. And act like nothing, man. Well, I mean, if you're rocking the KKK hood, no one knows who you really are. Nobody if don't you know who you are. Here. So, I mean, hey. Nobody don't know who you are. 
I ain't mad. I look at it. I ain't mad at either side and stuff for that. But my thing and stuff is that if you're not rocking for me, I'm just not going there. I don't feel like there's a need for like for me to make a a poster board go lay down in the middle of the damn street that dogs and animals and everybody on shit and pissed on and stuff as is, and just to be like, we're all dead here because Chick Fil A is dead to us inside. I'm like, really, <laughs> really, really. You know I was what? trying so, to figure out what the laying down on the ground symbolized. Yo, I was looking at it. I was like, I, I looked, I squint. I was like, I turned my head. I'm like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. Hey, hey, what it might be good for the goose, definitely not good for this gander. Well, like I said, man, to each their own, mm. everybody has the right to decide their own destiny. Mm. And I don't know. I mean, you, you, you cannot now take it upon yourself to be mad at what somebody else thinks. Absolutely. All right, man. Um, so let me let me get into the realm and stuff for that. Because remember, I said to you and stuff, whatever, on my totem pole of life, who runs a hierarchy and stuff, whatever, is women, children, pets, gays, and straight men, straight men on the bottom of this totem pole, right? Yeah. This proves my point. American Airlines, they kicked off a man, a black man named Dana Holcomb, right? Off the plane so a dog could ride first class. Say what now? So Dana, he complained that he has allergies. And he, he was getting allergic reaction and stuff like that. But he, he didn't know a dog was on there. But he asked, like, is there a dog on there? So... People jumped up and said, yeah, it's one of those um, guide dogs. Okay, yeah, That's yeah, on there and everything yeah, like that. But he yeah. said, could they move the dog? Because in any case and stuff, whatever, his allergies are acting up and the flight didn't start yet. Right, right. Instead of moving the dog elsewhere, they escorted him off the airplane. They shipped his ass. They took his ass straight <laughs> off the airplane. Yes, and lawsuits and stuff are, are going in the mix too. Took him off the airplane so the dog could stay and ride in first class. Wow. Wow. So I, It'd be interesting to owner, to know who was the owner of that dog. Uh, I don't think it's a good question. Ass, well, I would assume it had to be somebody important, no? I mean, for the dog to even be up in first class? If it's somebody that important, why didn't he just on a private jet? Mm. Right? Mm. So my question is, does a dog have more rights than a black person today? Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, I wouldn't say probably, I wouldn't probably say black people because maybe, maybe a, a black woman might squeeze just above. But definitely males, I, I think, yes. Dogs have more rights than males. Than a black man. Yeah. Actually, I think it goes cats, dogs, males, black male. Yes. So wait, who do you think is worse than lower than black male or black female? You think black black men are lower than black women? No, no, no. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Sorry, so uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Black, yeah. Black men definitely lower than so black. So we're, we're at the bottom. Yeah. So, so I should give me some bleaching cream and some shit like that, and give me like a little Michael Jackson wig and just. Well, you were starting to bleach your asshole. Yeah, but you know that's a lot of rubbing and stuff on the toilet paper and the washcloths and everything <laughs> and stuff in that region, right? So I mean. Eh. It kind of goes into the realm. 
but I think that I think that's too wild for me to say. <clears throat> excuse me, that um, that a dog has rights more than a black man. Whatever. I mean, it's facts, but I feel like how is that nothing wrong with the photo when the black man or the man has to buy the ticket for the damn dog? There's not a dog walking into the airport like a stray dog walking to the airport solo dolo. He has a bark translator saying like, you know, get me on a flight to Memphis, Tennessee. You know what I'm saying? This is what I'm saying. This is this is definitely what I'm saying. Who owns that damn dog? Like, <laughs> how important is that person? Jeez, like that's I, I I don't know. That's that's just some left hand bullshit to me and stuff. Whatever. Where? Well, let me ask you this. Holla. The 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 black he didn't kick up no fuss he just took he just he did took he, it like a black kicked, man thing no he kicked, he kicked up some fuss with her and he's like okay. he's like he kicked up some fuss and they escorted him off and stuff before the plane got ready to take off for kicking up the fuss yeah for kicking up the fuss so once he did all that type of stuff with her they like you know what we need you off my man and they slowly kicked him off in the airplane and everything so yeah his lawsuits have going off to American Airlines and he took uh he was coming back from Vegas for his birth from his birthday yeah so where he stopped and stuff whatever and to get home and stuff to Texas uh Delta Airlines kind of jumped in and intervened and he got home through Delta so he's not rocking with American Airlines and stuff anymore so salute to Dana and his ongoing lawsuit and stuff whatever man you better sue the black off of them and now, the white. Now, does, does does Delta come out looking like the hero in this? I know. And some people don't even like Delta Airlines and shit <laughs> like that, saying, too. man. But shit, Delta look like the hero and stuff. Anyway, all right. So remember when the guy got dragged off the airplane, the Asian dude? Right. American Airlines. Mm. Right? Mm. So their bat nerves are not that good. But I'm pretty sure that dude probably has no problem hitching a flight with Delta Airlines, where the food is shit, but we'll still get you there. I don't know. Maybe it might be, it might be a connection here, Marv. American Airlines... Make America Great Again. Oh. Oh, shit. You went there. Mm. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, I, yeah. Are you wrong, though? I don't I'm, think I'm so. I'm just saying. It happened to an Asian man. It happened to a black man. Um, I think American Airlines did fucked up with a Caucasian recently. I'm trying to think. But I think there's a situation where there's like some girl. She were um, leggings. Yeah. And she had like a booty on her, a little thick ass white chick. Okay. She had a booty on her and everything like that, whatever. And they said that American Airlines had a problem with her, said she was dressed too scantily clad for the flight. And she's like, but I'm going to go fly on an airplane for several hours. I want to be comfortable when I sleep in my seat. Yeah. Yeah. And they gave her mad static and stuff, whatever. And I don't think she could, she was able to fly the airplane and stuff, whatever. So I think she ended up going... I can't remember if she went... I don't think she went with Delta, though. But she went with somebody else and stuff for her. And they made a full thing, and thing of it, whatever. And they said... They don't know who told her about the dress code, but there is no dress code when it comes to American Airlines. But American Airlines, they go, they've been going through some shit recently. Right. So they need I was, to get... I was about to ask. I, I'm, is there really dress codes? I, I don't know. I'm about, I'm about to say, either her booty must have been that big, the camera toe must have been that fat. I don't know what to say because I'm like... When I seen the girl and stuff, whatever, let me see if I can find a photo and show it to you offline or some shit, whatever. But when I was looking, I was like, really? I was like, ah, no, nah, it's not but really an issue. What would prompt them? Like, did they like receive a complaint by another passenger? Like, I don't, I don't get that. I don't understand that. Yo, you know, some, you know, some some older Caucasian lady, be some haters. Yeah, the lemonade, was it the lemonade, Linda, the um. 
parking permit, the, the park permit, um, yeah. Patty, yeah. you yeah. know, those type of chicks and stuff, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I put it no past them. That was probably like one of them and stuff being a hater. I seen a video and shit the other day. It was like some college kids. They rented out a house to like have a party and everything and stuff like that, whatever, like right. an Airbnb right. to host a little party. And because it was a, kind of like a neighborhood where I think... Most people who went to the party kind of took up all the parking closer to the house. Yeah. And other people had to park down the street. Yeah. And the house did have a pool, but I guess two girlies walked to the house in their bikini. So they had a little thong bikini on and stuff, whatever. And the neighbor went there like, no, no, this is inappropriate. There's kids in the neighborhood. And the lady went there like a hater. Right. But then they were looking at like, the guys who were walking with the chicks is like, are you mad because you don't have a body like them? No. I'll tell you why she was mad. Why? Because she seen her husband at the window. Facts. And didn't know why her husband was at the window for so damn long until she went to the damn window herself. But that's a beef you take with your husband, Man, though, that's, right? That's exactly. So, I don't know. I, I don't know. That's that's all on them, man. All right. Um, let's move on to the next thing. I was talking about this to somebody else the other day and stuff, and we had this conversation and stuff. Somebody said, with me and my beard... I favor Michael K. Williams. For those who don't know who Michael K. Williams is, that's Omar from The Wire. Right, right. I don't think I like Omar from The Wire. The person said, I look like, I just need like the little scar kind of implemented on the face. Yeah. And I look like Omar from The Wire. I'm like, no, nah, I got Alvin Williams with the goatee. I got Kanye a few times. Yeah. Whatever, but I don't think I got that whatever, right? And then the person went in and talked about how much they love Omar and stuff, whatever. And that's why they kind of like me for me looking like Omar, whatever, right? And I'm like, but he's not a real character. So then I started thinking of stuff, whatever. There's a word for it. It's called parasocial relationship. Parasocial relationship means you have like a one-sided connection to a figure that does not exist. Yeah. Or doesn't, or the party doesn't know they exist. Do you have a parasocial relationship? I just told you my anime do. So you know my shit's embedded deep. I got anime tattoos on me. Do you have one? You know, I'm pretty sure I, I'm pretty sure I probably have a couple. So oh, you got a couple. Let me, let me think about this now. So give me your top one that might stick out and stuff, whatever. See, I used to be a a, a Jack Tripper man. Three's Company. Three's Company. Yeah, yeah, because him living with two hot chicks. Him living with two hot chicks. At the same time, pretending that he gay, so he can stay living with the two hot chicks. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, that's butter. <laughs> that's butter. I mean, yo, that's that's butter. The the the, the landlord butter? the landlord fell for your game. The landlord <laughs> fell for your game. That is true. That's butter. Okay. Huh. Tubs. Tubs. Tubs and Crockett. Nah, Miami Vice. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that, I was. Oh yeah, Tubs. That's right. That's the name. Tubbs was the smoothest black guy I seen on television. He'd have come in with the suits, the tie, and everything. He talked all suave. And they rolled up the sleeves on the jackets, yeah, right? Yeah, yo, Tubbs, man. Tubbs. So, so okay, when Tubbs... Okay, so when Miami Vice got canceled... Yeah. How did that make you feel? I was mad as hell, man. The only thing I didn't like Tubbs for, that... Horrible Jamaican accent he did one episode. <laughs> that I, think, I think that was the start of all 
bad Jamaican accents by American actors. And you know what kills me about parasocial relationships? Two things that stuck out to mind and stuff when I thought about it and stuff, whatever. One was, um, you ever seen Low Down Dirty Shame? With like Keen yeah, Ivan and yeah, Jada? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she seen like the little bootleg dude from um, that bootleg Young and the Restless that was in the movie. Right, right. And she walked up to him and stuff, whatever. She's like, Chad. He's like the one and the only. And she just sucker punched him. And she's like, that's what you get for cheating on such and such in the show. But it was just in the show. Yeah, yeah. That, I'm like, yo, that's a par- that's a parasocial relationship right there. Yeah. Oh, like, that's just not 100%. even real. And you already fighting off the person and stuff. 100%. Like Other thing came to mind was Joffrey from Game of Thrones. Mm. When they came to Joffrey, because that young man's named Jackie Gleason, right? Right. That man said... Every episode, he would go home or he would check his voicemail. He said, he, in a season, yeah. he had to change to three phone numbers, three different phone numbers every season until he was off the air and stuff, whatever, off the show. Yeah. Because people will call him, lay some death threats on him, like, Joffrey, you're a piece of shit. Da da da. The man's like, well, my name is Jackie. <laughs> you're like, like, no, nigga, you Joffrey. No, you Joffrey, Joffrey, nigga. You Joffrey. <laughs> and then when he, when he died on the show and stuff, yeah, whatever, yeah. people call, like, Damn it, it took you that long to die in the show. I was wow. like, yo. That's a parasocial relationship. That's, that's parasocial. That's a, And I started realizing yeah. stuff like how many people and stuff really have them and stuff, whatever. So then my my thing and stuff is like, does that make us crazy that we have more than more than a few? Nah, I don't think Is I, that the new norm then? Nah, I don't I, I don't think that makes us crazy. I think it's just I I think it's just, you know, you you have certain characters that you can identify with. I mean, whether it's whether it's just in a fantasy realm or you even you see some traits in that person that reminds e- reminds them either of yourself or maybe somebody in real life that you know it just it 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 kind of sets the, it kind of sets the tone that's valid. i mean we have favorite tv shows for a reason that's true you know what i mean it's either for it's either going to be for the characters it's either going to be for the writing or it's going to be because it reminds you of something that's true because even like um snowfall yeah. Like me and my people were watching Snowfall. One of my boys took it to Instagram and said, Hey, y'all pray for my man Fra- um, Franklin who just went through some shit. The main character. I was like, It's a TV show. Like, yo, you gotta relax. This is, I don't, listen, I don't think it, I don't think anybody has a bad more than soap opera watches. You think so? I think so, really? man, because they are so in tune with the characters on that show. And, it's not like you know. It's not like your 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 regular TV shows where, from episode to episode, it could be something different. Soap operas go on forever. It it goes on forever, and each episode builds upon the last episode. So you you grow with the characters. So who's worse now? A person from the Marvel Cinematic Universe fan, yeah, or a soap opera fan. All right, let me put it this way. How many people like, let me think of a Marvel character. Give me a popular Marvel character. Black Panther, sold over a billion. How many people like Black Panther? Okay. Right? And is it more than the amount of people who like Victor Newman? I don't know though. Some of the Victor Newman fans probably kicked the bucket. <laughs> Listen, Victor Newman got fans of 
all ages. Do he though? You, you think these Henny and Plan B chicks know who a Victor Newman is? Dude, well, listen, they might know of him. Mm. If you're a wrong, if you're a young and restless fan, Victor's still alive to this day. Yeah, that's facts. To this day, Victor's still a man on Young and Restless to this day. What? Well, so okay. My next question is up to you is that, is that do you know Victor Newman's real name? I did at one time. I did. I I, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna lie. So if I, I can't remember it right now. So if you leave you leave your condo and stuff, whatever, and he just happened to be in your area and stuff and you see him and stuff, whatever, are you gonna call him by real name or are you gonna call him Victor? Dude, dude are you gonna call him Victor dude, Newman? Listen. I seen him coming from a barbecue. Are you calling Victor Newman? I said, yo, Victor! <laughs> he was crossing guy. the street. What a fucking guy. I said, yo, Victor. And he turned around and he said, yo, you gave me the head knot. <laughs> so Kids this is like that. You don't call them by their real name, man. You, you, call, them, you call them by their name, man. You call, yo, them by, you call them by the name you grew up with. So I think years ago when I went to TIFF, and then this is when the whole Mandela thing popped off, right? Right. When the Mandela thing popped off, I turned my head and I seen like this one dude and stuff, whatever, that like we seen each other in the area. Yeah. And like in my area and stuff, whatever. Yeah. And you know, he seemed like a little, like a dude from the hood and everything, but I guess he had a little paper or something like that, whatever. Right. So he was there for the Mandela flick. And then when he seen Idris, I seen Idris. First thing that came to my mind was say Idris. Right. First thing that came to his mind was Stringer Bell, a character from The Wire. He's like, See? Stringer. And then it just turned around and looked in that direction and started smiling. Yeah. So I was, like, I was like, this guy's an idiot. But I guess the parasocial relationship is that he'll but always this, be stringing a bell to But him. this is it. And you got you to gotta realize, a lot of these people know you as your character before they know you as a person. That means you play your character real good then. Well, of course. Well, listen, man. If, if a show starts today, right? Right. Let's say we got a new show called Eagle Eye, right? Mm. The main character is some new cat you've never seen before in your life, right? Mm. And his name is Ramon, right? Mm. You t- you might be six, seven episodes deep into the show and be like, yo, I really like this Ramon character. Yeah. Let me see who plays him. You don't know the real, you don't know the real cat. That's true. Cause I like I was talking to somebody about um, you know, uh, a black woman sketch comedy thing. Yeah. With uh, Robin Thede, um, what is it? And Gabrielle, Gabrielle Dennis. Yes. So Gabrielle Dennis, she was on um, The Game. Okay. Right? Okay. She was Janae from The Game. Right. And when I seen her stuff, whatever, first thing that came up in my head is she's like, oh shit, it's Janae, <laughs> right? But then when the chickens <laughs> called her Gabby, yeah. she's like, she's like, Gabby, you're on some bullshit and stuff, whatever. So I had to go to my phone and go to IMDb. I'm like, Oh shit! Her name really is Gabrielle. <laughs> she was still Janae from the game to me, so I was like, "Yeah, we gotta stop doing this." But then again, I guess it's the relationship that we just—it's the relationship we form. You you, you form it with, with this the, fictional the, character. With the fictional characters first. Now, do you have do you have a parasocial relationship with somebody who's real, not a character from the show? Like, do you feel like you and Alicia Keys might have like some? Bootleg relationship that she don't know of or something like that or anybody like that or you're not delusional. Nah, nah, nah I'm not. I'm not. Cause I, I know, I know a girl. Before the whole, you know, we're canceling our Kelly thing. Her last name was Williams, yeah. but she called her last name Kelly. 
She's like, she's R. Kelly's wife. She just, he does, just doesn't he, know he just it. Don't know it. I was like, that's some different yeah, shit. Yeah, that's when you're taking it a, a little past the, the the whole character vibe. <laughs> so that, that's borderline delusional. That's borderline delusional. Okay, okay. That's borderline just make sure we still there. We yeah. just making sure we still there. Yo, I don't know. Me talking about speaking of delusional people. Let me know if you think this person is delusional. All right. She's a sexologist. Her name is Shan Boudram. She's actually from Toronto. Right? What up, Shan? Shan uses her vagina juice as perfume. Hmm. All right. Before we get into so many questions, but let's go to one. How strong do you think her pheromones are? Because that's straight pheromones. Yeah. Is yeah. it not? I'm, you know what? It's funny that you mentioned this. Because I've heard something similar, right? What, the pheromone throwing some cooch juice? Yeah. Was it they slap behind their ears or their wrists? Yeah, but I, I heard I heard if you wanna get a girl. You gotta use your dick juice? No, you use another female's. Vagina juice. The fuck? Because it supposedly is supposed to be an Afro an aphrodisiac for women. Wait, that might make sense because the funny thing too, when you're with a woman, yeah, women want you more. And when you're single, women don't pay women you no pay shit. You, women don't pay you no uh, mind, right? So, and I and I and I think what it is is the 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 chemicals in the, the the pheromone yeah produces produces the heat right mm. so if you think about it i mean let's i mean okay let's let's drop it down to the animal kingdom right okay a pride of lions Different. all the lioness they're in heat at the same time oh so that's why they're no. The main lion and stuff he just goes around just humping all. He of just them. going around, uh, you know what I mean, and that's why you see the the main lion. He be lying down, and all the female be coming waving their tail in front of his face, right? Because they're all in heat in the same that at the same time. So it's just, I think it's just a chemical reaction amongst females, and I don't see why it wouldn't extend itself to males. I, I I don't see why it wouldn't extend itself to males. There's something to say about this, Marv, because think about it. In a household filled with women, they all menstruate and they ovulate. They all at the same time. menstruate, ovulate at the same time. Yeah, around the same time. Yeah. Whether their clocks were all off before, prior to moving but in, when they lived in together, when they live in together, it all comes in sync. So there's, I, there's, there might be something to this, man. There, there might actually be something to this. Now, whether it's hygienic to be walking around with pussy juice all over your neck, that's, that's another story. I mean, it, I guess it depends on the chick, though, right? Because let's say if the chick and stuff, whatever, um, if the woman is at least, like, kind of clean down there or regular and stuff, whatever, you know? Yeah. I'm assuming there won't be no discharge type of smell and everything like that, right? Right. To right. kind of throw it off. And I'm assuming stuff is just probably like a little, I don't know, like maybe a finger dab <laughs> in that area. <laughs> like a finger into the into the, into the the pussy and then a little tap behind the neck and then like like by the wrist. I think by the wrist area, because like what I was seeing and stuff with is when, when she made her comment, she said, yeah, she put some, 
She she she's a girl that has curly hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I seen her. I seen her. <clears throat> she has a girl that has curly hair. Beautiful, beautiful girl. Beautiful, beautiful girl. girl, yeah. And then like she'll throw it like behind her hair, the ears and stuff for her, right? Now she said she doesn't know if like it might be the chemicals she used in her hair. Yeah. Plus with that, that gives an extra oomph. Mm. Right? Mm. But she said she definitely puts in the stuff on her wrist area because she's a woman that kind of talks with her hands. Right. So I'm a dude that kind of talks with my hands and stuff, whatever, too. So I'm looking at stuff, I'm like, do you think dick juice will sell out or be an expensive cologne? It'd be a sticky cologne. Yeah, yeah. Depends what you are, what you eat, though, right? Mm, this is true. You this are what true. you eat. Because if I know I'm about to do all that, whatever, I might as well get some some papayas, some pineapple <laughs> juice in the system, you know? Like, I mean, wait, a, wait. A, apart from what we know, what we're privy to, I wonder if there's any actual science behind this. Did she say anything? Of she, the said, she, said, any? she said there is some science behind it, whatever, but then again, I think she just gave, she went back to like, she just stating the fact that about pheromones because I want to say, um, what is it? I think that's back then in European times. Yeah. Way back then with the whole pinstripe suit type of era and everything like that, whatever. Right. The handkerchiefs that guys used to keep in their suits. Yeah. They used to just leave it under their armpits just to soak up sweat. Right. So it soaks up your sweat or your body sweat and all that type of stuff for there, your pheromones and stuff for there. And then they leave it in their front jacket pocket and stuff forever. So now if they're gonna see a woman now and everything like that, whatever, they offer the woman the handkerchief. Mm. So when they offer the woman the handkerchief and stuff forever, she's getting a whiff and the aroma of this man's pit. I don't know, in today's times, whatever, when some people smell ripe. It makes me want to gag, okay? So I don't know about all that type of shit right there. It's like some... I'm wondering if that's where the term musk for cologne came from. That's where it did. Winner, mm. winner, chicken dinner. It actually came from there. That's where it came from. It came from all there right. and stuff. Makes sense. Makes sense. Because you're getting, you're getting the body musk from a man and stuff like that on there right. or whatever, right? Right. Now, some people, some they smell a little different and stuff and everything, but I'm not about that life. No, just give me regular cologne. Yeah, I'm just giving yeah. me regular cologne. Just give me regular stuff, cologne. I'm like, I'll be good with that. I'm like, cologne really ain't that expensive. Just don't buy the dollar store shit that might change your clothes kind of different colors. Yeah. Go to a flea, hit up your local flea market. They might have some shit there for you. But I don't know. I don't know, Marv. Does the scent of cooch in the air turn you on? To be honest, let me say this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it does you dirty dog you <laughs> no I, let me say this let me say this a fresh wash cooch if it's presented to me like in close proximity where I can smell it and everything yeah, like whatever yeah. it does because I know because I'm like hmm I can tell that you know this is fresh out yeah yeah fresh yeah, out yeah, you know yeah. the shower and everything like freshly yeah. cleaned and yeah. everything like that whatever right but then Think about the times that you probably went to a strip club and you probably went got close to a stripper and she smelled like some some vanilla in heaven and all that type of stuff or or it's fall now some pumpkin spice pussy or some shit like that <laughs> right right you know you know she there's no shower downstairs and stuff whatever <laughs> in like the lock the stripper locker room yeah you know what I'm saying so I'm like you can't be fooled if it smells like lavender and lilacs and everything like that whatever so this this between the 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 potpourri pussy from yeah. like the freshly clean cooch stuff with yeah. the freshly clean cooch it kind of makes my day yeah but I like the potpourri smell and stuff there but I know I don't feel like it's legit 
No, I see. I think some of the higher end clubs will probably have sh- would probably have showers. No, they probably have shower rooms. You can watch them take showers, exotic showers. But then they'll take showers. You talking a million dollars? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you call, see, I don't want to name drop. Y'all gotta cut the check before we name drop. But yo, yes, the million dollar does have that exotic shower. You can watch them do the ones and twos. But I don't think they're doing a full regular shower. They're just doing like the. The, the, the wet, wet and wipe? Yeah, the, the wet, wet and wipe. Wet and wipe. The, the sexy whole bath, man. The, the sexy whole bath. That's it. So I'm like, I don't know about all that, man. You know what? I, I, I think, have you, we've been trying to get her on the show. Oh, oh the chick? Yeah, 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 yeah. We've been trying to catch her, man. But Shan, Shan is, a, is a busy, busy woman and stuff, whatever. She's to and fro from Toronto, mainly in LA. Yeah. So she's to and fro all over and stuff, whatever. So, yeah, when her schedules and stuff sync back up and stuff back to Toronto and stuff, whatever, she you knows know, to hit us up. Hit her up. Let her know that we mentioned her on the show. We talked about the topic. Absolutely. And, you know, know we'd, we'd, we'd like to hear from her personally to, you know, come on the show and, and not only tell us, you know, her experiences, but the, the science behind it. You understand? Because... I do think this is a thing. I mean, just for, just for what I stated, like 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 I said, I previously heard yeah. that if men take a little little kush oil, rub it on them, it will attract other females. It will work. And I then see. you know, from what we were talking about, when a bunch of women you know decide to live together, their hormones become in sync. Right. I mean, and what would cause that other than? A sense of smell, you know. So okay, for a single woman out there and stuff, whatever. How would a single woman attract a single man or men? What smell do you think? Is it really like the man's musk that will attract another man to the woman, or like what? Like you think it's just regular vagina juice that might get it happening and stuff, whatever? I think it's just regular. I think it's regular, regular vagina juice. Regular vagina yeah, juice. I, that's what I, I would think. I would think it more so might be bacon. The smell of bacon might make the cut. S- smell of bacon? I don't know. Smell of bacon or smell of like some kind of baked food. Yeah. Because it, it signified to me that a woman could cook. Mm. Mm. And then, you know, not a lot of women nowadays know how to cook. They know how to Uber Eats and, you know, DoorDash, but, you know. So she smelled like bacon. It might be in the making. Yes. All right. Yes. You heard it. You heard it from the sons, women. Yes. You heard it from the sons. Smell like bacon. It might be in the making. Facts. That's my facts. You 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 had me at bacon. <laughs> <laughs> you had me at sm- smell like. <laughs> Ew, so, all right. Since we since we talk about women and everything, let's talk about. I got two Chinese women to talk about, right? Okay. I'm just giving their, their their last names or their names and stuff like that. One is Liao, L I A O. Yeah. The other one's Tong, right? Okay. These two Chinese women they dominated the Chinese national track and field championship last week. Yeah. But they both look like dudes. Like I feel like when I was looking at the photos of them, I'm like, is this the Chinese Joanna man? You remember that movie Joanna man? Right, right, I'm like, right. Is this the right. Chinese Joanna man going on? What? Because. Well, all right. Well, all right. I'm too old for no homo and stuff, whatever. Yeah. I look down at the crotch area and stuff, whatever. I ain't see nothing. Now, they say Chinese dudes ain't really packing like that, whatever, right? Right, right. They could have probably wore a little, little, little thong and stuff underneath and kind of tuck it. Yeah. And there's barely anything. And then, then they throw the track and field little short pants and stuff, whatever, over that, whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. I ain't see nothing. And they were flat. We're talking about like... 
chest area if that was a chick it's like trying to eat a skittle off a cardboard box there was no kind of breast there whatsoever damn so and it was two of them and they dominated and stuff like that so I'm like I think they trans or something like that but apparently I wasn't the only one that thought this when they when, when I was seeing it yeah other yeah. people was thinking the same damn thing and stuff like that they were saying like nah they were men and everything like that and I guess it's the racism from other people who are not Chinese to kind of say that yeah. and everything and stuff like that. I'm like, I ain't racist and stuff like that. I'm a lesbian. I know women. And they look like a man. So with that being said, are they, you know, are they, are they be being portrayed as women, as, you know, no surgery, no trans, nothing, just straight they, They're not women? proving no medical history yet, but they said they're, they're actually women. They're actually women. They, they said, that's what they said. Chinese people and stuff said they're actually women. Okay. I need to see proof. I need to see proof and stuff for that. But well, I mean, it's not they, far-fetched. Because, it's not far-fetched. Because you, you, do have, you do have some women who are... Looking like a man? M- muscular built. Looking like a man. Looking like a man. Right. Adam's apple talk the whole nine. But they women. Are they trans, though? We live in different times, though. Smooth. They Joanna man. Yeah, all right. That's what I'm saying. Brings my question. Is it fair for transgender people to participate in sports? Like, if what if LeBron James got a sex change right now? Yeah. Went from the NBA to the WNBA. If LeBron and stuff is dropping the average in about, like, almost 30 points in every game in the NBA, and he's, he's probably dropping, like, 50 averaging in the WNBA... And that's cool for him to just be in there? I mean, we don't even have to go to what ifs. I mean, not not too long ago, we had this uh, this transgender uh, male in high school who competed as a woman. Yeah, I remember that. And pretty much dominated. <laughs> dominated. <laughs> Right, and there's been instances of grown man strength, baby. Grown man strength, grown womb man strength. There's been instances of this happening, so it's it's not like to say that we gotta hypothesize. It's it's happening, you know. And to say that it's fair, I don't think so, man. It's like if 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 we're not to say that we're keeping two different. Uh, two different gendered sports. Right. One for, for for males, one for females, one for men, one for women. Right? Right. We're doing this because we acknowledge the physical difference. True. Right? This is it's the only reason why we're doing it. We're not doing it. We're not saying that one is more skilled over the other. But we're that's just, how some of them feel, though. That's how some people feel. That's how some of them feel? Some I, some people feel like well, that. for me, it's it's for not you, a, it, for me, it's not a skill thing. Gotcha. For gotcha. me, it's a it's a physical thing. I agree. Right, where it's just a male is built different than a female. Right. With a more muscular upper body, more an, of an upper body tone to them, where a female is more of a low, lower body stature. Mm-hmm. Right. If we're looking at it from that perspective, right. And we have a transgendered male who is built like a male. Then he's going to have that or he, she is going to have that advantage when they start playing against women who are traditionally built like women. Facts. 
I don't think there's any escaping or going around that. I feel the same way, but I feel like a lot of people will look at it where they they will try to separate the two. When they separate the two, they try to bring up the issue and stuff is that the guys don't want us to play with them, right? And the men who say like, you know, let the women stay, you know, do their own thing. I think like, um, was it last year or something like that when it came to hockey, the hockey like um, all-star thing, they had like a little thing with stuff like, you know, the women were in there playing kind of like a, like a celebrity type of fun little exhibition thing. Right. And some of the women outscored the men, whatever, right? Yeah. And a lot of them felt the type of way, some men and stuff, whatever, who didn't play, but other men that I knew watched this stuff, whatever, they were like, uh, if the men, if the women didn't outscore, it'd be a problem and stuff and everything like that, whatever. But I'm like, no, physically, you're right. Yeah. yeah. There's, there are two separate type of lanes and stuff and everything for that. But... When you're now doing a sex change, and if you feel like you're an athlete and stuff like that, whatever, is it right? Does it make it right? Is it fair? I feel like if you made that change stuff for, for you on personal reasons and stuff, whatever, that athlete that the athleticism shouldn't die within you, but it's not fair because you now have crossed over to another realm. Yeah, I don't think that's fair. No, I, I don't. I don't think so either. That was the that was remember that was the argument when you know they were saying you with know the golfer it, chick uh no with the whole the whole you know Jenna turned Caitlyn well by that time he already stopped running whatever right yeah well you know Bruce, the, Bruce stopped running and stuff and just became Caitlyn so but, I mean you know the the argument was you know should he still be able to keep his records now that he's Caitlyn. Nothing's changed other than, you know what I mean, he snip snip. You know what I mean? Nah, he didn't cut the dick. He didn't cut the dick? He didn't cut the dick. Well, he's still slaying dick. So they nothing really changed. He's still that physical male. And see, that's the thing that always that, that always gets me and stuff, whatever, when it comes to the like like the the expression. Like, is it chicks with dicks or is it men with tits? Hmm. Chicks yeah. with dicks because it rhymes. <laughs> Fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's chicks with dicks that men's with tits. Yeah, no, no, men's with tits don't have no ring to it. Okay, okay, okay. So we're sticking with chicks with dicks. All right, since we're still on that air in that realm and stuff, whatever, of the whole trans thing, let's touch on your boy Malik Yoba. <laughs> Listen. You can touch upon Malik Yoba. <laughs> I'm here just to talk about the topics. <laughs> oh, so you act like you was the only person watching New York Undercover? Well, you know Malik was the only real New York Undercover dude. Listen, who man. like trans undercover? Listen, man, I was I was a I was a Malik Yoba fan. I ain't gonna lie, you know what I mean? New York Undercover was the shit. It was the shit back in the day. Right, and then you know some people watching Empire stuff now. He's on there too, right? Yeah, yeah. So okay, Malik Yoba to the ones, to the folks that don't know and stuff, whatever. He has an attraction to trans women. <sighs> he said now, he has attraction. Go now, on. Don't mean to cut you. Run it, run it, run it. Somebody was saying to me, and I don't know how true this is, is that he's only coming out with this because he was caught with a transgendered woman. Mm. That I don't have no proof of. Yeah, that that, 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 that could be a, that I, I don't have no proof of. 
of either that and this was like the for when she mentioned it was the first time I was hearing it because like I know I know there's a there's a whole bunch of allegations and stuff whatever about he I think he I want to say maybe caught a statutory case with a transgender young chick right or something like that and all the above how it all came out with, with Malik Yoba is the same young dude young man we spoke about right yes recently yeah, and stuff yeah, whatever yeah. right he was saying like you know, it's not fair to a young man like that to be scrutinized or discriminated on and stuff like that because of the fact that he loved a transgender woman and took his life. Right. Whatever, right? And it was a sad case and stuff whatever. And then that's when he said he understands stuff whatever that he likes all women and stuff whatever. He said it's just male toxicity male toxicity where we feel that it's a problem that we look down at men who don't go for a typical women that we go for, right? Right. So I don't think it's, it's a toxic love war. I don't think it's like male masculinity. I don't think it's on those type of lines and stuff, whatever. But what I'm coming from and stuff, whatever, before, like I don't want to speak for Malik and stuff, whatever, but what I'm coming from and stuff, whatever, is that if you're attracted to whosoever you're attracted to, then by all means. Yeah. If you want to advocate for them and stuff, whatever, by all means. Yeah. Now, the world that if they were once man and then now woman and stuff, whatever, that's a different dance. Now, if you knew what you were getting into and stuff, whatever, that's the questionable moment. Right, right. That's the questionable moment and stuff, whatever, right? Because, right. like I was, I was saying, like, you know, I feel like, you know, we should, they should when they're doing these type of things and stuff, whatever. I guess I might get come for and stuff, whatever, eventually. But I feel like when you're doing these sex changes and everything like that, whatever, I feel like these things should be watermarked. Or like, there should be like a different color or something like that to let you, like, let the person know because not everybody's in a don't ask, don't tell type of situation, right? Right. So they won't tell you anything and stuff. So picture you, well, you're married. Picture, I don't want to picture me. Picture somebody we know, right? <laughs> right. About to get into the get into the business and stuff, whatever, right? And let's say this trans person and stuff, whatever. They did the 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 ops, and the labia lips are blue instead okay. of traditional pink. Right, right. Whatever, right. So now when you're shimmying off the panties and stuff, whatever, you see blue labia lips and stuff, whatever, looking at you like, are you gonna hit this or what? You gonna hit this? And then you you know you. you if he chooses to proceed and stuff, whatever, yeah. he now knows and stuff, whatever. Like, okay, this was once a man. This is not a man no more. And they're going to proceed. Right, right. If I see the blue labial lips and stuff, whatever, I might want to pull back up the panties. I'm like, Lucy, you got some explaining to do, Lucifer. Because, like, <laughs> we need to have this conversation and stuff, whatever. So when I talk to a, a, a gay friend of mine who had who has several friends that, who's done the change. Yeah. They said it's not fair for them to be held and stuff into like a level of like discrimination and stuff. But if they have to get the lips and stuff for the labia or certain type of things colored and stuff different to stand out from the masses. Right. But I'm like, if I'm a man and I fall in love with former man who's now a woman. Yeah. And I want to procreate. Most men want to procreate. Yeah. And you don't have the equipment to procreate. You don't tell me in the ninth inning that you used to be a man. This is true. You need to tell me and stuff, whatever, like, you know, when the game starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But I mean, I can see. I can see what that you know what that person is talking about with the whole discrimination if they gotta get you know if they gotta not be identified by blue lips. Yeah. Um. You don't want no Smurf pussy. I, I, I'm not trying to have no Smurf pussy, and I don't okay. think anybody else out there who is <laughs> not about that lifestyle is trying to have any Smurf pussy. But I, you know, I, I would even go as as far as to say is there there should always be. A level of honesty and openness when it comes to when it comes to to a relationship. Uh, relationship, yeah. yeah. But what about uh, one night stand? Uh, I mean, even in regards to a one night stand, I mean, before you even get to that position, it should be known, man. And see, this is this is where I sided with them. See, yeah. with the one night stand aspect and stuff, whatever. What they were saying and stuff is like. You're a one night stand. You may not, may or may not see this person ever again. Are right. you really going to disclose and divulge that much information to a person that you possibly might not ever see again? Well, I think if you're going to go as far as having a one night stand, you should. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I'm, I'm saying, listen. I, I don't know. I kind of see where they're coming from on that. If you're going to the point where you're going to now be intimate with this person. Correct. Right? You're sharing sure, you're sure a moment of Intimacy, you're you're opening yourself up to that other person. Yeah, but you okay? You know for a fact, even regular man and woman in today's times and stuff, whatever, a woman will give you her pussy before she gives you her passcode to her phone. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of things and stuff that a woman was willing to give a regular. I don't know know such thing as a regular, but like a born woman would give to a man. Besides, like you know, besides like treasured value information, right? Right, so that's what I'm saying. What's stopping a transgender woman now from doing the same thing? Is that still in the realms of a woman, though? Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's a it's a slippery slope. It's a, it's a slippery slope. It's, it's a, a it's a slippery slope. The Smurf pussy slippery <laughs> because <laughs> at some point you were not a woman, or you you were not a full woman, and this person. Mm-hmm. May be under the assumption that you're a full woman. Facts. So you're giving up Smurf pussy on the false pretense. <laughs> that is true. But that's what I'm saying. If it's a one night stand, it's still false pretense. Whether it's a one night stand or a relationship. Yes. Yes, I see that. Okay, so let me ask you this. Are you gay if you sleep with a, a post-op trans woman? Hmm. Not if you don't know. So if you don't know, so if she don't tell you, then, then it's this all the way legit. So then if you find out like a month and a half down the line, then, then you, you're still not. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Then you're still not. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think you're If yeah. you know prior... <laughs> So you know, if you know prior she used to be a, a, a male that make you sus that might make you sus that might make you sus I don't <laughs> care how good the operation is <laughs> that notion in back of your head tells you that this at some point was a man listeners that is up for discussion let us know your comments on our. let us on, know man let us know 
I'm dying to know. Let us know the comments and stuff. Don't forget the hesitated stuff and comment on everywhere. Social media, the SoundClouds, everywhere. I'm, I'm dying to know with the masses. And to and the trans listen. people that's listening, please don't hesitate to give us your feedback and stuff as well. No, hit us up, man. Your voice is as important as anybody else's. And I just want I, I just want our fans to to know out there that listen, we are very we are very tolerant when it comes to people's lifestyles. Absolutely. When it comes to people's uh, religious beliefs. When it comes to people, just be, listen, man, just be yourself. I think where the buck stops with us is that if you're trying to force your opinion on us. It's a reach one, teach one, right? Yeah, I feel it's like it's definitely. a reach one, teach one and stuff for them. Definitely. Because, I mean, if we don't know. We're not the type of stuff whatever to be ignorant and stuff whatever and act like we know. Because that's the issue and stuff with the world. Yeah. So if you're willing to teach us something and stuff that which we don't know and everything like that, whatever, knowledge is power, baby. Let's that's what go. it is. That's what it is. So, all right. Let's go from a trans woman to, uh, I guess, a real-ish woman. Because I know Nicki Minaj, her booty, and they said the booty's been bought and the breast has been bought. The breast has definitely been bought. Yeah, so the, the body's been bought. Yeah. Whatever, right? She, Nicki Minaj announced her retirement earlier this week. Your thoughts? Um, all hype? I, I, it's all hype. All hype? Yeah. All hype. I think just for, the, just for this album and stuff to come out, whatever. Yeah, 100%. All hype. All hype. Yeah, I'm not buying that shit either. I'm not, I'm not trying to give it no type of steam, but... I know for a fact that a lot of people and stuff, whatever, this has been their, their talk and a topic of their so-called discussion. I feel like when it comes to Nicki Minaj and this whole retirement thing and stuff, whatever, if she is going to retire, some people might get peace. Well, I mean, here's the thing with, with, with that. Her reasons for retiring is because she says she wants to start a family do this, that, and the third. Right. I'm like, she can do that now. How many people have careers right now? Got families and Queen this, that, and the Come on, and you ain't gotta retire for that. Queen B, Beyonce. I don't know, man. I, I I'm on a serious belief that it's, it's just uh, you know, fuel for the fire. She got the album that's coming up. Absolutely. Um, you know. well, you, when you spoke when you spoke about this pertaining to Cardi B, well, not the retirement thing, but other things pertaining to Cardi B and everything like right, that, whatever. Right. I want to say it kind of reach one, teach one. It kind of opened up my mind to a lot of people why they do these things. Some people like from that side of the yeah. entertainment world. Yeah. I don't feel like they do it for clout. I feel like they do it for kind of like notoriety. It's promotion. It's yeah. promotion. Promotion. Yeah. Promotion is is the purpose. Yeah. Right. So when I look at it and stuff, I was like, when I get a headline like this, I was like. Yawn, but just throw it out there since we're talking about some women. Well, I'm telling you for one thing for sure is if she ties for the music business, I think lingerie modeling would be a, a, a good fit for her. After the family, after the baby? Yeah. Before, after, whatever. Okay. Um, let me ask you something now. Uh, do you think people know when to stop? 
like for example, Nicki Minaj, she just says, you know, she's ready to retire. Yeah. Right? Some people and stuff, they don't know when to retire. No. Right? Like no. I wanna say I heard Jay Z announce his retirement. Did he? Yeah, he announced his retirement, I think, after the the the, the black album. Yeah. And then he came back. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I thought I thought you meant like he he announced his retirement again. I no, was no, gonna no, say no. he he been retired. No, he been retired, <laughs> and then he he came back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And same thing and stuff with a lot of artists and stuff where they have to do this. Some people do that as well. Right. right. Um, but other people, Mike Jordan. Mike Jordan did the same thing. Yeah. Retire. Yeah. Come back with forty five. Mm-hmm. But do you do you think some people know when to stop? Like, just know when to, like, call it quits? I think some people do. Um, I I think there there's people that are just in so in love with the lifestyle that they don't know how to call it quits or retire. Mm. Addiction? Is it kind of like an addiction? An addiction, the notoriety, all the things, the fame, whatever that the comes. and everything that comes, that comes with, with it. it. Um, just not wanting to give that up and say, hey, you know, it, it may be my time to just call it quits or, you know, just just surrender surrender to the game. Um, but I mean, not only just, you know, your, your superstars and stuff like that. Regular degler folk. Regular degler folk. You know, it, it's... I would want to say dance hall. Yes. For those who are in the Particle Sons universe and do not know what a, a dance hall is, it's a place not where you go to dance, but where you go to dance. <laughs> in the Jamaican culture, yeah. it symbolizes uh, a type of dance, dance crowd. Music. So when we say dance hall in Jamaican culture, mm-hmm. we're typically talking about reggae music and the places, the music itself, and the people who partake. Right. It's a we call it the dance hall <clears throat> culture. Right. Now, you can see people starting off as young as sixteen, seventeen. In the dance hall culture. And you can see people as old as 51, 52, 53, and so on in the dance hall culture. And what, like, was it like past 55, that's when they find God? Or, 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 or it just goes into dance hall church music. Dance hall church music. Okay. I think, it's, I think <laughs> like some Mr. Vegas type of so, shit. So yeah, there you go. Some, okay, okay, some, some Mr. Vegas crossover. Yeah, right. And it's probably one of the few places or the few cultures where you you'll actually see that. Um, but it's not it's not synonymous to 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 dance hall alone. I was talking to a co-worker the other day. He said he went to a Bon Jovi concert. Mm. Right? He said he couldn't believe the amount of 50 plus year olds women that he seen they thought that was still in the 80s. The way how they were dressing. And the hairstyles and, and, and everything. Hairstyles and carrying on. 
And it's just, it's just some people can't let go of certain lifestyles. Not to say that you should have to, but it's just within them to hold on. Really? You shouldn't, so if mullet's your thing, just rock a fucking mullet forever? Listen, man, if mullet's your thing and you're going to die hard a mullet wearing person, die hard a mullet, who am I to tell you to go cut your hair for, 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 for me, for anybody else, Valid. right? I think the problem becomes when your lifestyle starts to interrupt your quality of life. That's pretty profound. Yeah, I think that's where the problem really starts. Where where you you you're continuously doing stuff that's no longer progressive to you, your health or your well-being. Mr. Joseph, that's called a breakthrough in therapy. Yeah, I I, I think somebody listening might be It's called a breakthrough. Might be might be scratching their chin on this one. They they might be feeling this one. Mm-hmm. Um and at that point now, you really gotta you have to start making a decision. Is this lifestyle worth it? Is it worth keeping it up? Well, cause okay, now let me ask you this. Now, what if you were like this? You said sixteen, right? Yeah. It's so, okay. Well, fuck it. We'll go from sixteen. You a sixteen dance hall chick, whatever. You probably with the, you know, doing a WWE shit, jumping on speaker boxes and stuff, somersault into a split, you know, popping the coochie on the cement, yeah, and everything like that, whatever. To like you're forty six now, right? And your knees is not your best friend anymore. <laughs> and you just, you know, like when you hear like a bruck it down and stuff, whatever, you're, you're afraid your back might bruck, 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 bruck it down on you and everything like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Your body kind of just told you and stuff like, you know, baby girl, you ain't baby girl no more. You know what I'm saying? No, you're not baby girl no more. You're like, is this the reason why like, the, you know, like people should stop? Or is this the reason, part of the reason why people like have like, like heart attacks and strokes and other things like that? Well, maybe not stop, but definitely slow down. I mean, if... It, so not stop. Maybe, you not necessarily have to stop, but at least slow down and be mindful. Like when I when I give that example of the, the dance hall, mm. you can, you can, you can for the most part tell, right? Mm. Who's, you know, who's the freshness, who's the newcomers and stuff like that because they are jumping off the speaker boxes, jumping off the chairs, does that doing the somersaults yeah. and shit. While the older folks have now resorted to the rock. You know what I mean? The, the sway back and forth. Oh, the two-step. Two-step. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're more subdued in their music. Uh, sorry, in their movements. Because mm. they realize, yo, I ain't as young as I once was, but that don't mean that I can't enjoy myself. Right. But at the same time, I realize that I got to slow it down. I got to pull it back a bit. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people and stuff, whatever. The know your limit, play within it line. It, that, that's exactly what I was thinking. That doesn't kick in and stuff, whatever. I mean, to like the wise one, like you said, the OLD shit. No, <laughs> 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 know your limit, play within it. Like, yeah, they... they there's a there's like I want to say it's not even 50-50. I want to say a lot of times stuff like it takes something bad. Why does it take something bad to happen to them for them to kind of tap out? Like why you don't want to tap out on stuff in your prime or when you're on top? You get what I'm saying? Like all right, Minaj, she can't she on top of her game. Right. For her to call retirement and stuff and leave, same thing. Jay on yeah. top of his game. Jordan when he did it on top of his game. Yeah. Now if they come back or dabble, do a little ones and twos, whatever, that's the slowdown aspect you're talking about. Right. Because they're not gonna go as hard as they did not, before. They're not going as hard as they did before. But they're going at an easier 
pace and stuff, whatever, right? But some people and stuff, whatever, they don't know that discretion. And then that's when their body would kick in. Remember, there's a time so Lil Wayne was blacking out? Yeah. Like from, I think, doing all like the, the drugs he was doing, the lean and everything. Rick Ross had a, a few situations on but the I don't. But in, in their regards, I don't think it is more of... Retirement. Uh, an, or, was, an, or an no. age thing. It's just, it's the, the, life, down. It's the lifestyle the that lifestyle. they were doing. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, even with the lifestyle, whatever, like, when do you know to slow down with your lifestyle? And see, it's it's hard it's hard to 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 Dictate signify it with a little with a little Wayne picture because w- he was just living too fast and too furious and too furious. Okay, you understand where he 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 actually sped up his clock with the things that he was doing. He sped up his clock to kick the bucket. Is that what you're saying? He sped up his clock to with the, you know with the things. I, I never, that he was I never doing. heard that expression before. Speed, speed up your clock. Like you speed up your clock to well, die. You, you, well, you've, you've I'm, heard, I'm scared now. That's well, you, right. you've heard you've heard the expression "live fast, die young." Yeah, I heard that. Okay, well then that's that's essentially what it is. Okay, you live if you live fast enough. Yeah, you you're gonna make your time short. Hmm. Okay. Now on the flip side of that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. When we mentioned, you know, we we mentioned the the Jays. Um, the Nicki Minaj's, the you know those who choose to retire er- early. Yeah, we got people like Tina Turner. She ain't never announced her retirement, and she's still doing it. Still doing a thing. Still dancing up a storm. You know what I mean? Granted, she probably she may have scaled it back a bit. She still got them legs. She still got them legs. Mm. You know what I mean? She's she she's the she's one that has kept in pace with her lifestyle. Yeah. And you know, I mean, and who knows? We, I mean, we don't know her, I mean, beyond the stage, be, behind what we see on TV. She may, she had maybe changed her diet. She maybe exercises more. She probably does, maybe she does more things in regards to help maintain that type of lifestyle. Right, right, right. And if okay. you're doing that, then okay, then, you know, that's a different story. Now you're, you're, now you're extending your life period. Gotcha. Right? It's just those people who are doing the same thing day in and day out and not doing anything else for themselves is, you know, at, at some point it's going to catch up with you. All right. Let me ask you this now. When it comes to someone you know that owns a business, do you personally help them or do you hurt them? Oh, I'm 100% helping them, man. Do you um, think? Do you think that you... Go a hundred and hundred and hundred percent in, like we're talking about hundred across board, like promotion, buying, and all the above, for them. If, if okay, I have two. I'm gonna say, I have two levels of support. Oh, okay, right. Go ahead. If you're trying something, right, mm-hmm. and I commend you for trying. I'm going to support you no matter what. Okay. So that means if you got, if you're selling a book, if you, you know, if you're selling clothes and stuff like that, I'll buy it. Right. Regardless if I think it's good or bad. Right. Oh, shit. Okay. Because I, I want to give you that support. I want to help you. I want to help you get to where you're going because my opinion is not the, the beginning and end all to everything. 
what I may think is bad, somebody else might think is good, right? At least me giving you that support gives you the encouragement, you know, maybe might give you a little bit of that monetary value to continue on with your dreams. Who, who am I to stifle your dreams? I, I'm not saying you're stifling. I just feel like, you know, as a consumer and stuff, whatever, from the other end and stuff, because if that's the business owner, you're the consumer and everything, like whatever. Yeah. The products that you should be buying or whatever thing you should be buying and stuff, whatever, should be worth, I feel like should be worth your money. That's, that's where it comes to my second level of support. Okay, go ahead. My second level of support is if you're doing something mm-hmm. that I truly believe in, then I'm going to be there 100%. It's not only me buying, but it's me promoting. It's me spreading word of mouth. It's me maybe, hey, you know, but then, hold if, on, whoa, if whoa, you're willing whoa. to take a little bit of advice, can I give you, you know, can I give you some advice? Those two seem kind of similar because even you could do the same thing if you don't believe the product, but you still, or, or you don't like the product, but you still buy it for them, for your first, for your first thing. Like you said, there's two levels of your business support. Yeah, yeah. Right? So you said, even if you don't like the product, you're still going to buy it. Yeah. But that's part of you believing in them and stuff, whatever, because you're buying a product. That's me believing in them. Not necessarily believing in the product. product? Oh, and them. That's me believing in, in individuals. It's just okay. like, yo, yo, this is what you, you set out to do. Kudos to you. You understand? Mm. It might be... I don't know. It 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 might be. Um, let me think of something. It it might be hair wigs. Yeah, that shit might sell. I don't wear hair wigs. I may never wear hair wigs, but listen. Let me buy. Let me buy a hair wig off of you. You know what I mean? Show my support, right? Where then you have a brother like my man Jay. Who does you know who do, who does uh, bracelets bracelets beaded bracelets and stuff like that? Right. Before he started doing beaded bracelets, it was something that I was looking into because I liked them. Mm. So when I found out he was doing it, it's like oh bonus win 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 win. I can support my brother doing his thing. And then when I first started buying the set of beaded bracelets, I was like, yo, this shit is fire. Mm-hmm. Then I started telling people about the beta bracelets. I started wearing them on my IG saying, yo, this is why I got this from Amanda. This right. is that and the third. Because you believed in him. And now you Not actually believe in Not only did I believe in him. But then the next thing you believe in a product. But I believed in a product. Because the product is proper. Right. To the point where, gotcha. you know, you know, I, I be hitting them up and say, yo, you know what you should no, do? No, I was just trying, I was trying to catch. I was just trying to get the dynamics yeah, of yeah, it and stuff. You know, okay. And I be hitting them up and saying, yo, you know what you should do? Maybe, yo, maybe try doing this. Or maybe try, you know what I mean? You know, stuff that maybe I think he might, he may not be thinking about that might be helping his business. I mean, that, yeah, that, that's, and it's all up to him to take it as constructive criticism. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Okay, no, because you know, like, um, well, we saw the post. We, you and I, we both saw a post and stuff on IG. To the people that don't know, we saw a post recently, and it was a guy discussing about businesses pertaining to family and relatives. Right. right? Yes. Yes. And when the guy he spoke, he said, "A relative is just somebody you share blood with." Yes. And they just know of your business, but they do nothing to support your business. Right, right. And family is one that actually supports your business. Right. Do you agree to that? 
Uh, to a certain extent. What's the, what's the extent? Because you'll have, you'll have family that may not support your business. So is that really family? Because in his eyes, that's relative. That's just a relative you share blood with. Yeah. But they're not supporting your business. But you know what? They might support you in other ways, though. It may not be your, your, your business, but they might support you in other ways. So you can't discredit that. And well, not- in your realm. Like in your realm of like support. In my, in, in my realm of support. Aha! And see right there in your, your realm of support and stuff for the, what I would say to you and stuff for the yeah. <clears throat> associate of son. Stop expecting you from other people. Not everybody does the same goddamn thing you do. No, okay. Well, let me explain myself a little bit better then. When I say they might support you in other things, it doesn't necessarily have to be your business, but it could be your personal life, right? Okay. It could be... Um, it, it could be you needing to get something but have no other means to get it and this person comes to to, to help you, right? Mm. Um, in a situation where we're in, right? Mm-hmm. I have family members that don't even know what a podcast is. Right. Right? But they support me in other ways. So I can't discredit this now and say they're not family, they're just relatives. Because no, they're more than relatives. They're, they're family. But are they supporting your business? So what, they're supporting your business by what? By what now? Because they're telling people and stuff about your podcast? No, that, well, I'm, but this is what I'm saying. I'm taking it outside of the realm of business. Okay. I'm not, I'm not saying that not because you, you're, you're not supporting my, my business mm. means that you're just a relative. No, because you could be supporting me in other ways that that far surpasses relatives. You get what I'm saying? To an extent, not really, but to an extent, I get what, I get what you're saying. But I'm Let's trying say, to keep okay, I'm keeping let me give you an example. business. Let, let let me give you an example. And he's speaking. In, well, he's speaking in the in, in the, the realm. realm of, he was speaking in the realm of business. of business, and that's and that's what I'm speaking of in the realm of business because a lot of people and stuff, whatever. Like even like with the J and the NFL thing, yeah, and all other businesses and stuff for that. A lot of people will say. You guys have no problem supporting a celebrity's business, but you guys have a problem supporting a local business or this business and stuff. Because I, I know somebody who's doing a real estate business. Right. And where they flip um, like old foreclosed homes yeah. and everything and stuff within Cleveland. Yeah. And then they, they take it to the gram and stuff, whatever, to like to make like these negative posts. Right. And I had to send to the person and stuff in the DM. I'm like, bruh, bruh. Not everybody, not everybody's gonna be for your business and stuff, whatever. You just gotta believe in your own product. And you gotta believe how much work you put into it and stuff, whatever. Yeah. And that be that. Well, that's why I say I I hear what he's saying, but I hear what he's saying to a certain extent, right? Mm-hmm. Because, okay, for instance, does your mom listen to the podcast? She picks and choose episodes. She picks and chooses episodes. Yeah. But the, would you say she's a die a diehard supporter of the podcast? Uh no, like business wise, no. Okay, she's no, she subscribes. She subscribes. So okay, it, well, that, that counts. Okay, so now, with that being said, mm-hmm. apart from the other people that you do know who are diehard supporters of the podcast, right? And does that reg- does that regulate her to relative status, or she's still family? She's family because she subscribed at least, and but but she but more than that, she supports you in other ways. She supports you in ways that allows you to be able to do the things that you do. 
pertains to, so if I if I was living home with her, yeah, and she was sheltering me while I was doing everything and stuff for her, yeah. yes, yes. But that's what I'm saying, like that right there, yeah, that that's part of the business aspect and stuff because that's cutting from my, I want to say other expense for me paying for lodging. She's paying for my lodging where I can put that money towards the business. Right. So yes. Right. But that's what I'm saying. But if they're not doing anything along those realms and stuff, whatever, that's not contributing to the business. That's just contributing to me. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. The, the, but the business and you are two separate entities. But then she's but she then she's family. I would I would still I would still consider somebody like that family. I I think the I think the mistake well, I think the mistake what a lot of people make in regards to business mm-hmm. is that they feel because they have a business certain set of people should support them in that business i don't believe in that oh i don't i think if i have a business mm-hmm. and my business is something that is pertaining per, maybe pertaining to you or gives you a certain amount of interest then you're going to support it naturally I don't want you to now to just support me because you're my family and you feel that you have to support me. No, it has to be organic. Yeah. I want the support to be organic. Right. You understand? So, yes, I have family members who are glad to see me doing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And they're supportive in a certain aspect as encouragement, as in, this is your lane, keep doing what you're doing. Do I expect them to listen to a podcast? No. Do <laughs> I expect them to to be out in a third? Like I have, I can tell you right now, I have two family members on Facebook mm-hmm. that share my podcast posts. That's important to business. I can guarantee you, at least one of that person has mm-hmm. probably never listened to an episode. But that's still part of they're still part of the market. This is this this is what I'm saying, and that's still family. This is what I'm saying. That, that's what I'm but this, according according to this, what that, this according to what that them, young man this, said, this was this was what makes them family. But if they stop, and I'm not, they don't share every post. No, but whenever they but do, they, but they'll share a post. Yeah, right? whenever they and do, that they're sharing it for the fact that they love to see me doing what I'm doing, regardless of what, what you're it doing. was doing. Long as it's something positive. Long as it's something positive. Right, but then you have other ones and stuff, whatever. That don't give a shit of what you're doing, positive or negative. Yeah. Right? But you know what? Guess what? There's a lot of things that they don't give a shit about. Right. Well, that's, but that's what I'm saying. But they're just relatives. But they're, that's what I'm saying. That's just relative. Like, that's what I'm saying. That's not family according to what the young man was saying and stuff, whatever, in his definition aspect. Right. And that's, that's what I'm saying. saying. That's, why I, that's why I said, I, that's why I said I was saying, I don't subscribe 100% to what he's saying. As far as mm. as far as as far as what makes family family is as far as support for your your business. Well, not family family, but what makes family like what makes family support like you know pertain to your business. Yeah, because to pertain to your business and stuff is something else. Because if your business takes off, right, your business and stuff we're talking about it booms, mm-hmm. right? So like the universe can freaking hear it. Yeah, relatives and family are gonna come look in your direction. But you know, family who help support will probably get a bigger slice of the cake compared to the relatives. We probably be like, bro, bro, you didn't pay it no mind and stuff, whatever. Before, are you still gonna give them a same sliver, the same size as the family who support? I'm real enough. Don't delegate no bullshit Hold to on. me. Okay. I'm real enough mm-hmm. for the family to know mm-hmm. where I stand on certain things. You understand? Mm-hmm. 
so they know already when this shit blows, mm-hmm. if you weren't there at the beginning, don't come looking at the end. Oh, real niggas said. They know me like that. that. <laughs> they they know me like that. So I'm not expecting. <laughs> Let's go. When I, okay. I'm not, when this shit blows, I already know who was the rider dies. Talk the things them smooth. Who are the rider dies and who are just the naysayers and who are the Johnny come lately. I got you. And they'll know within themselves. We said what? Johnny come lately? The Johnny come lately. <laughs> they'll know with themselves. That's why already right now, there's certain people that won't approach me. That's a, uh, on some, certain things. Some boss shit. Yeah, I got you. You understand what I'm saying? Okay, so let me ask you. Do you feel like you're making an impact to the world with what you're doing? 100%. Ooh. Ooh, no hesitation. 100%. I mean, the, the, uh, apart from... Listen, apart from what we do here, right in this day and age, having this podcast, kicking you know the jokes, the serious topics and stuff like that. Mm. Listen, we're out in the community. We, we, we're supporting people Absolutely. doing their endeavors. Mm-hmm. You understand? We're, our whole focus is, is that as long as we have a platform, you know what the funny thing is? It's because I was talking to the same... The same lady Shawnee who was telling me about her son, who's in the you know the the who who is doing the acting in the music business, she said she noticed what we're doing mm-hmm. and what we do in the community, mm-hmm. and I told her straight up. I said, "Listen, I'm not just I can't just do this for me and me alone. It's bigger than Nino Brown. It's baby. bigger than Nino Brown. That's when I first got into this this music game." Shout out to Ray Williams. Ray Williams was the only black man that I know seen doing what I wanted to do at any form of professional level. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. And if it wasn't for him giving me the, the opportunity or the chance, who knows where I'd be at this point. That's what's up. You understand? So I got to put that forward. I can't just let it stop with me now that I'm, you know, I I feel or I believe that I'm at some sort of platform where I've, you know, I've I've sort of made it. Nah, man, just you know, it's it's bigger than Nino Brown. It spreads, it, you know, it goes past what we're doing. So yeah, damn right we making a difference. Damn right we doing something positive mm-hmm. for not just ourselves but for others out there as well. So okay, with the pertaining to the podcast and stuff, are you prepared to deal with the power of your words? Yes, one hundred percent. We have a voice, man. We have a, we have a voice. We have an, an opinion, and granted, our opinion is not always going to be right. Our opinion is not one hundred percent. Our opinion is not God, but we have an opinion just like everybody else. Right. We're not the prodigal sons. We are the prodigal sons. And you know what I'm saying? And we let that known. We're not judges. We're not the jury. We're just two men with two microphones sharing an opinion. Absolutely. Hopefully what we say is positive and it rings a positive bell amongst the people. That's what. That's the only thing that we can hope for. We're not. No, t- I agree. I agree. We're, we're not telling you to sit here and and have us as your news source. We're not telling you to sit. You know, we're not here to 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 be anybody's go to. We're just we're just here to give light to situations that need light, mm-hmm. and we're here to 
give exposure to things that need exposure. And yeah, my thing and stuff is that to give people another perspective. 100%. Another perspective and stuff on where, like, to look at a, sub- a situation or a subject or a topic. Because a lot of times, a lot of people, I feel like they just get, I guess, your traditional answer. Yes. And they just feel like they have to keep quiet and shut their mouth and stuff on there. Like, I remember when somebody walked up on me and stuff and told me about the um, when I said the Bible should be up for revision. Yes. To get a rewrite and stuff like that. You know, I thought right? about that. I, I thought about that the other day. Oh, yeah? Continue. But then when I when I said, like, you know, somebody came up to me and stuff, they said, they're like, yo, I heard that podcast and stuff, whatever. They're like, yo, I actually said that and stuff a thousand times when I was younger, but I'd be blaspheming and stuff for that. I'm like, yo, I know my God. Right. And when I talk to my God and stuff on a one-on-one prayer moment and stuff, whatever, he knows my thoughts are not malicious or bad or any bad intentions yes. and stuff, whatever, but it has to be current to, like, the world we live in. Because the times the Bible was written and stuff, whatever, is a different world that, that is now. Right. What's up? Okay. So I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought this up. Jesus, Lord Jesus, you've been listening to my prayers. <laughs> you've, been, you've been hearing my thoughts because I wanted to revisit this. And I was waiting for the opportunity. And Lord, you presented the opportunity. Bring it, Jabroni. My question to you is. Holla. Have you read the Bible from beginning to end? Once, yes. Okay. What have you read in there that makes you believe that it's time for a revision? Uh, Grimoire and Sodom. Right. Okay. That's one aspect and stuff, whatever. Um, an eye for an eye. There's tons of things. Okay. There's tons of things and stuff, whatever, in there. Um, but the Grimoire and Sodom, and plus we live in times and stuff where people are no longer homophobic. They are who they are. Okay. Go ahead. Now, what a lot of theologians who are reading the Bible, who are studying the Bible, mm-hmm. will say is that it's a fulfilling prophecy. The Bible itself. The Bible itself. Okay. Right? In the New Testament, right? That's supposed to be the revision. Which is the revision. Right. Right? It's saying in the end times, it will be like the days of Noah. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. So what do we have in the days of Noah? We had Sodom and Gomorrah. Correct. Lawlessness. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. And a total disregard for God or religion. Right. right? A lot of people will argue that's what we're that's what we're seeing right now. But history is always gonna repeat itself. History is like an endless waltz. War, so peace, now, and revolution is always gonna take place. So then now we're saying that now, right? right? What would be the revision be? Because the second revision just only told you we're going back to the first. And if history repeats itself. Then does the third revision say, hey, we going back to what we we said in the second? In the second revision and stuff, whatever, it doesn't really highlight or specify that it's okay to be gay. Makes reference that it's not. Right, that it's not okay to be gay. Right, right, right. Right? Right. And to like the young kids and stuff out there who feel like they're shaming their Christian folk parents and stuff, whatever, for feeling the way they're feeling and stuff, whatever. Yes. 
Hence why they 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 stray away from God or or the Bible. Right. Because of that that told that whole notion stuff that it doesn't support them. So they they find things and stuff that go support them. Just by these Chick-fil-A people, right? Right. right. The Chick-fil-A people and stuff them, they feel like along the lines of the Bible, it doesn't support them. Right. So that's not their place and stuff, whatever. And to the Bible's up for interpretation to the person. Yes. 100%. Right? And my thing and stuff is that a lot of people and stuff, whatever. I feel like all religions, main goal of religion is love. Yes. 100%. Right? But you have a few people and stuff, whatever, that I guess who speak about the religion and tend to take it take away the love aspect and stuff of it. Like, I don't think every Muslim Islamic um, practice in person and stuff, whatever, is about like Boku Haram, ISIS type of world and stuff, whatever. It's no. about love. And they'll tell you that. And they'll tell you they'll about tell you that it's about love and everything yeah. like that. But it's all up to interpretation. Right. So people who are, interpret- who are interpreting everything, they might use their voice and curve it and dictate it to likings that fit them. Okay. So let me ask you this, right? Because mm. we recently watched the Dave Chappelle comedy special. Right. right? One of the things that he stresses is that if I don't agree with your opinions or this, that, and the third, mm-hmm. it does not mean I still can't rock with you. Right. Or that I don't love you or I can't love you, right? Mm-hmm. So it's essentially what we're, we're, what saying, we're saying, what, what we're saying, right? Yeah. With that being said, then should the Bible be revised? Should it? Should should they not be able to keep what they believe in and still be able to love people as as what what we're saying we should think people should be loved? I get what you're saying. I'm with you and stuff on that. I want to say on a 50-50 level. The reason I say I'm on a 50-50 level and stuff right now is because the Bible, if it's up for like, I just, let's say, out of the population on the planet, say 50,000 of us just think that the Bible should be revisited. Right. Then no, don't change. Right, right. Right? But I know for a fact and stuff for that, like even when it comes to like, um, like was it the, the World Day with the Pope and all that type of stuff and everything like that, it grows more than 50,000 people and stuff to go to those places and stuff for the parts of the world in total. So I feel like a lot of them, including like the new Pope and stuff, who's trying to grab, you know, have like the the LGBT the alphabet people and stuff for them kind of come to like this umbrella. Yes. It's letting them know like, yes, exactly what you're saying. Yes, the book says this, but it doesn't matter. We still love you as people. Right. But it's all up to the person who interprets who interprets the Bible yes. and use it to whatever, like I said, to their fitting and to their liking. But in layman's terms and stuff, whatever, not no disrespect to humanity and stuff, whatever, kind of in a way, whatever, but a lot of people stuff, they like it simple and dumbed down as much as possible and stuff, because some people don't like to think anymore, right? Most of the world that we're into is that people want to be spoon-fed a thought. Listen, people like, just, people like their smartphones for a reason. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. So, like, if they can't interpret it themselves, they want everything to be crystal clean and spoon-fed to them. To they be like, yes. Nay. Yay or nay. Yay or nay. Yeah. And if they can't go yay or nay with it, with it then that's it. You know what I mean? Like this. Look on our podcast thing and stuff, for the, like on the, on the social media, like on the gram. When I put up 
questions where people have to put words in and stuff, whatever, the feedback is a lot lower compared to like the yes or no polls. Right, right. That's how people want to be treated and stuff, whatever. And there's no disrespect to them and stuff, whatever, but they just like it in simple layman's terms. Yes. So if they can't translate something in simple layman's terms and stuff, whatever, when they have to put thought to it, whatever, they tend to shy away from it, i.e. the Bible. Okay. We good? You still love me? So then, uh, does the Quran got to be rewritten? Absolutely. All of them. All religious texts. All of them. Got to be rewritten. All of them. For, the, for today's time. All of them. Y'all should start supporting Marvism. <laughs> I'm going to come with something soon. Stay tuned. You coming with something soon? We're coming? not going to wear all white because I really noticed that. Like, I like to wear all white, but yeah. then all white kind of symbolizes a lot of cult shit. Yeah. So I'm not going to be rocking all white. We might be red and black gang or something like that, but then somebody might take us for like some satanic worshipers. So I'm fi- picking out a color and we're going to work on some shit for Marvism. Stay tuned. Who's the writer for... um? Uh, the Harry Potter series. What's her name? J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling's. Yeah. The Pope commissioned her to write a Bible. Yeah, I heard. What would you think her Bible would be like? Fire. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the Harry Potter portion of stuff too much with her, but I know if you combine that with some, some biblical stories, I'm like, whoo, the marketing will be fire. <laughs> Jesus and the Philosopher's Stone? <laughs> what? <laughs> Daniel and the Prisoner of Azkaban? Yo, come on. Let's go. Come on, man. Come uh, on, man. Man. All right, y'all. We have the point of the week and the question of the week. You ready? Ready. Does job or occupation titles mean anything to you? Because I noticed that it means a lot to a certain type of people and stuff and everything. But does it mean anything to you? No. Why? Because a lot of people have been buying their educations. And <laughs> <Aunt> Becky. And <laughs> Becky. And a lot of doctors have been faking the funk. Absolutely. Look at lawyers. A lot of lawyers have been faking that, that, the funk. That, that Mike Ross thing is not bullshit. It's not far from bullshit. The whole suits thing. So to really believe that because somebody has a designation behind their name that it automatically makes them better, superior than you. Nah, I don't subscribe to that bullshit. I agree. You know, sometimes street smarts is better than book smarts. I tell people peace of mind isn't always cheap. Mm. I always tell people that and stuff, whatever. Because I remember, um, remember, it's my guy, the guy who was on the Cosby show, um, Malik. No, the uh, I think his real name is Jeffrey, but he he was married to um thing on the show, one of the daughters. I think he was married to Sandra. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, on the show. Yeah. And then when they found him, I think recently a year ago or two years right. ago, he's working in a grocery store. Right, 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 right. And they came at him and stuff, whatever, kind of hard because I remember like years ago somebody told me that Capadonna from the Wu Tang and stuff used to be a cab driver. Yeah. And everything and stuff, whatever, right? And they were laughing and stuff, whatever, at that. So I'm like, but I'm like. If he a cab driver, he still has a flexible schedule to say he's going to go work in the studio, work in the booth or oh, some 100%. shit like that, whatever, yeah. when need be. Yeah. Because you can't take a full-time occupation sometimes some places and still do... And still do that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, of course. And the same thing what Dude was saying, because when they got him, I think, on Good Morning America or something like or the Today Show, he was saying he, he started working at a grocery store and stuff, whatever, on the fact that he's still trying to get hopes back onto TV. Yeah. 
but he had to work part-time in order to do auditions and gigs and stuff like that because full-time, you can't take so many vacation days to go, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, Compared right. to part-time, you can create the schedule and stuff and say like, all right, Tuesdays is your available day for booking and stuff like that. So, no, nah, I don't believe that job ties or occupations mean anything and stuff. But people, Some people feel like that, whatever. They put like the doctor thing in front or even like whatever. Even if they're not a doctor, they want to send you an email. Hey, I am... Such a such designation nurse with PhD, MBA and A, all this type of shit, extra to it. Don't mean shit. Yo, some people get mad when they you don't use a designation. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I get. I get. People come from my head for that when I'm at work, and I don't give yeah. a shit. I don't give a shit because my thing and stuff is that that's only a part of me. Right. That's only a part of me and stuff. Whatever. Right. And I, I told somebody the other day. I'm like, don't be so quick to judge me. After all, you only see what I choose to show you. Yeah. So I'm like, if I only show you and stuff, whatever, this one aspect and stuff, then that be that. Like, let's say if you're a police officer, right? Right. You don't like Jamaican people. Yeah. I am a driver of a car and I have the Jamaican boxing gloves and stuff that are hanging off like the rear mirror. Right. You pull me over, you see that, whatever, be like, I knew I was going to give this fucker a ticket for doing some shit back there, but I'm definitely adding on some shit. I'm showing you some stuff that might actually actually piss you off or give you more reason not to like me. Yeah. Instead yeah. to keep us on a human level. Right. Yeah. My thing is so I just want to keep everybody on a human level and stuff because nobody's inferior to superior to no one. Right. In my world. Yeah. That's it. All right. Ask the sons. Aunt P. Dave, if you had the infinity gauntlet and snapped, who would you get rid of? All the people who can't take a joke. Ah, <laughs> uh, I want to say this is my pipe dream. It's gonna get rid of a lot of people and stuff for that, but it's gonna be a brand new world. Get rid of people who have racist thoughts in their head. Hmm. I'll snap away for that. And then we'll just pick up. We'll just pick up a new world and stuff for that. At least I know when I see those peoples. Racism stuff not in their head. So the population might go from 7.1 bill to maybe about like two or maybe one point something billion. But hey, it's a start. Yeah, it's a start. Um, Sneezy Cloud says, what is something that makes you say you effing hate people? Bad drivers. Yeah. 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 I That's find it. myself saying that a lot when I'm yeah, driving. When you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. When you're behind the steering wheel. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? What's wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Bad drivers can make you hate people, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. That, that and I want to say some of these social media challenges that go online. Oh, shit. Like, you yeah. know, like the ice cream liquor and everything yeah. like that. What, I yeah. fucking hate people. Like, those. Yeah. yeah. You know, some of you are just going to. Yeah, the, the social media challenges, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like, yo, that made me sad. Miss me with some of that shit. Yeah, I, I fucking hate people. Remember when planking was a thing? Yo, people planked in a the movie theater at Yorkdale B. I'm at, I can't remember what movie I went to go see. Yeah. And they said, Door on World Star, Door on World Star. I'm like, what are they talking about? Nine people start planking right there on the ground, like going toward, like, we supposed to give you a ticket ripped off? Yeah. They plank right there. That but, shit pissed me off. But, but now, but, but now, now we're here today. Look back at that. How stupid was that? It was shit? stupid back then. It it's was still stupid, stupid back now. Then. 
It's even but, but looking back at now, I'm pretty sure all those people who were planking was like, the fuck, fuck was, was I, I doing? thinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn right, you fucking idiot. Um, OGP and XL says that was a mouthful in itself. Yeah. What is a random thing that gives you anxiety? Oh, that's um, a good one. You know what? You know what? Oh, you know what comes to mind and stuff earlier before I slid through? Yeah. I had a twenty dollar bill when I bought a bottle of wine. Right. Right. Say the wine was like I think like thirteen bucks. Yeah. Bought the bottle of wine, paid for it. He gave me my change. I'm trying to put my change into my wallet and in my pocket because I don't put my coins yeah. like in my wallet, whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. I'm trying to do all that type of stuff and people are still trying to come down like to, to get their shit cashed out. Right. I don't know. That gives me like mild anxiety, whatever, because I'm trying to rush now because <laughs> I'm like, trying oh, to get shit. everything in the pocket. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, and hopefully oh, you don't shit. drop anything. Yeah, hopefully like, people don't be like, yo, this, this, this dude don't hurry the fuck up. Trying to move down and everything. He tried to see my debit pin, you know? Yeah. That. That's one of the things that kind of gives me like, you know, that's a random thing that gives me anxiety for no damn reason. Police sighting in my rear view mirror. That gives me anxiety. And you be doing nothing they, illegal. I be doing nothing, nothing illegal. illegal. They don't even notice me, but I still get the anxiety. Yeah, you, yeah, I just sweat. I just sweat. <laughs> Fucking punk ass Ben Dillinger and stuff. He knows his fucking story and stuff, whatever. It's him in the car. It's me, him, his girl, and my girl and stuff with her at the time. And he's an asshole. He was driving and stuff. And I hear him like, don't look to your right. But the cops are there. And everybody just slowly <laughs> looked to the right. <laughs> and everybody got nervous and shit. <laughs> I was like, why would you tell us? Because the first thing you're wondering in your mind is, what the, if we doing Do anything, we why are you telling us not to look to the right? Anxiety just kicked in. You just got guilty for no goddamn reason, man. But that's a good damn question. That's a good damn question. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a good one. That's, that's a, a fire one. question. All right, man. Um, you, got this, you got Associated Sons for the week? Yeah, I, I, got, fire away. I got one. And it's, uh, yo, shout out to Cookie Queen, Mich- Michelle. Uh, if those who can remember a few episodes back when we did our first uh, our first YouTube and we had the little television, the chocolate, the chocolate. Well, it wasn't chocolate, but it was the cookie of the television set That's that we kind of devoured. We 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 devoured before we 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 got up and went anywhere. <laughs> but um, she had reposted a post that I sent September eighth, two thousand and eleven. Damn. So this is eight years old. But when I read it back, I was like, this is such a soul, says the sun. Mm-hmm. So I'm going I'm to bring it back for the listeners and we're going to post it on the IG later on this week. And it goes like this. Those who are afraid of change stay grounded like caterpillars and never free like butterflies. Mm. So, so says the sun. That's it for me, Marv. That's it. That's it. Once again, thank you for listening to the Particle Sons. Remember, the difference between stupidity and genius is that genius has its limits. Peace and love. Y'all be safe out there. Peace. The Particle Sons with not your average Joseph and Sofa King Marvelous. Marvelous.